Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Turn over chain, 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 turn over chain. Pretty awesome. We got Ryan downstairs convenience stores guest line. Truly steps beyond convenient. We'll find Kane's cornerback coach Mike Rump, former Kane champion, joining us. Coach, thanks for the time. I really appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate you guys. So when you guys are uh, going into this week, when you decided to come over here a couple of years ago, did you think you'd have a game of this magnitude this fast? A couple of years in, and you guys are already taking on. It's a it's a it's a double top ten matchup with a chance to really launch your guys selves into the playoff picture. Yeah, I did. You know, I'm I'm kind of biased because I've been through it. You know, as a player now here as a coach, so I just only expect the same thing. And I kept, you know, I keep telling people this season is almost like a direct correlation from when I got here. You know, when I came here in 1998 and last year we, we um, lost four games. My freshman year we lost like four games. And then the next year you saw a switch in everything and, you know, we started competing a little harder and winning more games. So I feel like it's going to be similar to my time here at the University of Miami to uh, rise to the top. Mike, how, how rare is it for, I mean, a unit to come in together uh, like the linebackers and some of your your uh, younger guys to all come in and play together right away and be able to grow like this defense has uh, from last year to this year. It's similar. Like I said, when I we came in, um, it was like twenty one or twenty two of us in nineteen ninety eight. Uh-huh. Came in and we're all young, and it was an opportunity to start because we had just came off of some sanctions, so the opportunity to play was right in our face here. And we went through some growing pains, but we were young and we were very resilient. And the thing about this team is these kids don't really flinch. You know, it's almost like they don't know the the the, the magnitude of this game. You know, they don't care about the 12-game win streak. They don't care about being 8-0. These kids just want to play football. And that's how we were when I was here. You know, let's just go play and let's try to dominate people. And they're getting to that point right now. We, uh, uh, Mike, it's a beast. We see Malik Young step up, Michael uh, Jackson stepping up. But how about these youngins and Trajan Bandy and Javante Dean? The, I mean, they're picking up the slack. You're not missing a beat when you put these young guys in. It feels good. You know, I have uh, five corners on scholarship right now. So we don't have the depth that most universities have. But I can tell you what, that I can rotate any one of my five corners at any time and feel very comfortable with them because they're very in tune to what we're doing. They understand the the standard that Coach Diaz has set for us and how hard we should play and the things we have to do as corners. We're a lot different than a lot of uh, cornerback tandems, I could say, but um, we do a good job of what we do, uh, holding up the role that Coach Diaz and I want the corners to do. Uh, you know, we've heard a ton about the, the Notre Dame run game and their five guys up front and how good they are, but what about their passing game? What do your cornerbacks have to look at as they go into this game on Saturday? 
Um, they have some talented receivers. They, first of all, they got a good amount of depth at receiver, and they have some good size over there. So um, this is a game where we, we got to understand we're not going against shorter, quicker, shifty receivers. These guys are more long uh, up the up the side of the sideline, and they got a good amount of speed. They jump ball type of guys. They like to play action and take shots. So it's a little bit different. Then they have some big tight ends that do a good job of blocking and play action and going out for routes and things. So we just got to be able to play with great eyes. You know, they do a good amount of motions and shifts and eye candy, but we got to focus in on taking care of the pass and then when needed, coming up to help out on the run as well. How do you keep all that stuff in-house and, and, and make sure the kids are not trying to realize how big this is? Because when these big feature games have come up for the Canes recently in the past, you know, the big alum are around. Obviously, the stadium gets more packed because nobody gets behind uh, a winner like Miami does. So <laughs> it's uh, it, it's it's a lot to take in, it's, and it's a much different shift because it's almost like you're under the radar and then you are heavy in the spotlight. How, how do you guys manage to keep that in check for these guys? Um, You know, that's the, one of my great attributes as a coach because I played in these games, and I try to – compare these games to practice and we feel like we practice just as hard almost as hard as we do in the game we practice hard so the games are easy but what I do no offense my boys don't really watch the media they try to stay a little bit off of social media which is tough they don't watch the news they don't listen to the radio because that's all you hear right now is UM UM and UM and Notre Dame so I try to tell them that it's only a game um our focus is getting better on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday and preparing on Friday as we get ready to travel to the hotel and stuff and keep it in perspective as a game where, you know, just like practice, we have in one-on-ones, we have seven-on-seven, and we have team. And if we do well in those things this week, we're going to have a great game. And they carry that over to the game, and everybody gets the jitters, but once you get that first play, that first hit, or you run down the field and you're covering someone, it's back to doing what we do every day in practice. So I try to – um make it a lot smaller than it is by staying away from, you know, the social media and stuff. But I'm sure even you know, like, everybody in, in the nation is buzzing about this turnover chain. Like, it's all anybody could talk about <laughs> when going into into each game, Mike. And so, it, the thing I think, first of all, the thing I love about it is I do like with, 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 in, with football, it seems like sometimes the individuality is stomped out a little bit in these guys. So you're giving them a little bit of face time. They get to have it on the bench. They get to show who they are. They get to flash off to the crowd. So... Is there a lot of chatter amongst the uh, the defenders? Like, oh, I got two already on the year. I got three already in the year. Does it does it does it motivate competition? Or do you feel like it actually has helped getting you guys more turnovers? Oh, without a doubt, it's all win win because the guys compete. We're very competitive in our room, so the kids want to compete to try to get the chain. Um, it does a great job of you know I didn't know it's going to blow up as big as it is, but it does a great job with the recruits and them to see that. And it's incentive while you're in the game to say, okay, I just saw Redwine get it. So now, you know, I got to try to get a turnover. So kids really focus in on the ball, focus in on fighting under the power to get those fumbles because they want to get that, you know, that 10 minutes of fame and, you know, to be on social media and stuff. So it's a great idea to just get us. Turnovers change the game. And I think that's our way of showing the kids how it does change the game in, in a certain little way. Uh, Mike, I know your boy E. Reed's been hanging around a little bit this week. He's in town. Uh, I know that, uh, you know, listen, he played the game as good as anybody ever in the history of college football. What is, what is there a couple things about uh, Ed that maybe you want your guys to kind of learn from him? What can they take from Ed Reed as he's around a little bit this week? Um, 
Ed been just, you know, he is a, a very smart person, and he's been re- really good about just um like today he was going to come by. He's like, I just wanted you guys to focus in and, and try to get out your way. And, you know, he doesn't want a bunch of media around. He just wants to be one of the guys out there. And um, he's done a good job of that. And I think the main people see is the main thing my players see is that he's a regular guy. You know, he's not, you know, arrogant or, you know, he's very humble and he has a, a certain way of how he carries himself. And I think more than anything, Ed went into the big games and made big plays. You know, they say big players make plays in big games, and he consistently did that. And I think they felt a little bit of that with him just being around here that, you know, it's a big game. And if I'm if I'm going to consider myself a big-time player, i got to make sure I step up in this game. Can you uh, – go ahead, Beast. I was going to say, I, 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 I know that you guys block out all this stuff. We talked about it. There's, literally, there hasn't been one talking head on television or anywhere that has picked Miami – to win this game, that that gives it a little bit of that us against the world mentality. And I know you don't want your guys to pay attention to all the media and all that stuff, but uh, to have a little bit of that, um, hey, they don't think we can do it, can sometimes work to your advantage. Oh, without a doubt, you know we 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 love that back against the wall, and we've been a question mark in my room since week one. And you know they talk rave about the front seven and what about the back end, so. We consistently have that chip. If we didn't have that feeling, that chip every single game, we wouldn't be as good as we are right now. So this is just another game where we're getting the same kind of uh, stuff from the media and people saying one thing or another. And if we, if I, if I, if I was, if I had saw Notre Dame struggle and win some close games, I probably people probably feel the same way about them. So we've earned what we got right now, and the people feeling like we're not going to be better than Notre Dame. So we just got to find a way to fight out of it and show people otherwise like we've been doing all season. Do you do you think those close games and that 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 struggle to go and even if it was I guess in people's eyes against lesser teams or teams you should have be bigger did it did the closeness of those games benefit you uh with last week's game knowing that maybe you were stepping up in competition but you had already been in tight situations? Without a doubt, you know, to be able to win sloppy is a great thing and we we've, we've done that and it, we're war tested. We play four quarters every single game. I'm not sure with them blowing teams out that they played four quarters yet. So all of our boys done played first quarter through fourth quarter and finished out very strong in some tough, tough games. So we feel like we have that advantage because um what we've been through this season and we don't look at that as a negative. That's like a positive. We always see struggles to us is like a blessing because the struggles is what we what made us who we are now. We had to go to Orlando because of the hurricane. We had to practice at Dolphin at the Dolphins facilities um, before Florida State because of the weather. You know, we didn't have a, we don't have a bye week, but we feel like this is the, we we're, we are who we are because of our schedule and how things have happened in in a good way. So it's it's going to be a, it's going to be awesome. Coach, thanks for the time uh, this afternoon. Really appreciate thanks, it. Mike. Yeah, good luck, Mike. Thanks a lot. It's Coach Mike Rumpf. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.